0: you're listening to episode number 71 of the self-care sunday podcast a minimalist media project by kaylee reed new episodes are released only on self-care sundays and today's episode is all about what i learned from new york fashion week you've been a follower for a long time. I mean like since 2015 you would know that this past year is actually not the first time that I've ever been to fashion week. Uh, I went in 2015 to actually debut a collection that I had created, it was a complete dream of mine and feels like a lifetime away now, but basically the company that I was working for, uh, we got into New York Fashion Week to do a small independent show, and that was my very first experience ever at New York Fashion Week was on the brand side of things, which now having been on the press, blogger, influencer side of things, I'm seeing how it was a completely different experience, and This past year, going as a content creator has been super, super fun. I would say more fun than the brand side because the brand side, the production side is incredibly stressful. But when you are a PR person, you basically just get to go and enjoy the show and you don't have to worry about any of the behind the scenes. The reason I wanted to do this podcast today is because... This past week, I had a TikTok video go viral about my career, basically how when I was 20 years old, I got accepted to Parsons New School of Design for my master's in fashion, and I turned it down because at the time, I was working on that clothing line that really got my start in the fashion industry, and I realized that I had the opportunity to pursue more entrepreneurial things versus... Fashion in academia. And I often thought about what my life would be like if I did go to Parsons and I was living in New York and if things would be different. But I'm super happy and really proud of where I am today. And so basically, this TikTok video that went viral was all about how I got accepted to fashion school, I turned it down, and Six years later, I'm in New York working full-time in the fashion industry, attending New York Fashion Week. I own an influencer agency and basically living like my dream life without having gone to school and without being $100,000 in debt because of it. So I wanted to do this episode about what I've learned about going to New York Fashion Week because the past two times that I've been have been completely self-generated and self-motivated. I haven't gone because a brand is flying me there. I haven't gone with a ton of invites beforehand. Basically, last year, I was just feeling very motivated to be more a part of the actual fashion industry. Living in Calgary, Alberta, I was feeling disconnected from the fashion industry and just really missing that hustle and bustle and that hype. And so I basically just made An effort to put myself out there and figure out how to go to fashion week because I didn't really know the process. I kind of assumed like everybody else that you somewhat have to be a celebrity to get invited to shows and so I just made it a mission to figure out how to get in and I went with a couple friends. We flew to New York, we hustled and got invites to shows and that was my first season as a content creator. It was so much fun that this year now in February for This season, I took a group of 10 content creators for a New York Fashion Week trip, basically attending shows, doing a bunch of content, going to events, and having gone now for the second time, I feel like I've really learned a lot more about the industry and learned a lot more about myself in the process and that feeling of imposter syndrome and overcoming that and so I basically wanted to make this episode kind of building off of that viral TikTok video but also just recapping and reflecting on what I did learn at New York Fashion Week and how it can be applied to many different entrepreneurial situations or even just if you're working on yourself. So let's get into the episode. The first thing that I learned from attending New York Fashion Week is that you can't wait for an opportunity to present itself to you. Sometimes you need to create your own opportunities. So by that I mean when I made the decision that I wanted to go to New York Fashion Week, that was a goal of mine. I didn't sit around and wait for a brand to invite me. I didn't wait until I had 100,000 followers. I didn't wait for permission. I simply took permission and created that opportunity for myself. And I think in a lot of entrepreneurial situations, um, people are sometimes afraid to just start or do something because you might not feel like you're ready or because you feel like you want to improve yourself or improve your art or improve x, y, and z before you really put yourself out there because Who are you to, you know, take hold of this opportunity if you're not your best version of yourself? But that can be a detrimental mindset because if you're constantly waiting for the right opportunity, you're going to be waiting forever. I really am a believer that there's no such thing as like, perfect timing if you're waiting and waiting and waiting and that's a mistake that i've made in the past is i've started something and procrastinated on actually pursuing it or actually going after a goal because i felt like i wasn't ready or i felt like the timing wasn't right and then in the end i realized that i missed that opportunity or i could have done something better if i would have just started sooner or started earlier if right now you're feeling like there's a goal that you want to achieve, but you've been putting it off and you don't really know how to start, um, I think there's so much to be said for having an entrepreneurial mindset, being self-motivated and self-directed and just figuring it out. Stop waiting for permission from other people, from other companies, from your coworkers, from your partner, from whoever. And just take whatever resources you have available to you and make something happen. Um, I know for a lot of people, you might feel like something is inaccessible. Maybe you don't have the money financially right now. But what other things can you do and how can you be creative to make opportunities happen for yourself that you might be waiting on? I think if you can be creative and resourceful, there's actually so many things that we can do in this digital era that were not possible even just years ago. And so with so much opportunity right now and how accessible it is to build a brand, build a personal brand, create content, create art, share that content and art with the world through mediums like TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, podcast, especially if you're a creative person, there's really no reason why you shouldn't be starting or shouldn't be going after these goals maybe the only thing holding you back is yourself. And sometimes you just need to get over that personal barrier of holding yourself back. All right, the second thing that I learned at New York Fashion Week this season was that fake it till you make it only gets you so far. And what really is going to get you through the door is hard work. Hard work genuinely does pay off and I think I used to be a big believer in fake it till you make it, probably because I was faking it till I made it. There is a lot of positives in quote-unquote faking it till you make it, in the sense that if you are feeling unsure, uncertain, or not confident in yourself, and faking confidence can help you get to that place where you genuinely are confident in something, I think that's a positive. But I'm going to give you guys an example of when quote-unquote faking it till you make it was a negative thing, and I saw this multiple times at Fashion Week this year, which was people who did not have invites to shows, did not have press passes, were not registered media, did not apply to shows even, didn't even have emails to brands that they wanted to go see, and they just showed up at the fashion studios basically waiting in line hoping that somehow they were going to get into the show because they were dressed nice or because you know maybe they were an influencer on Instagram but they didn't apply to the show. Now I have seen different videos where people literally give advice like this in the fashion industry and just say, oh, just do it, like, half the time you'll get in anyways and it's fine, but a reason why this was really frustrating was because as somebody who literally put in weeks before each fashion week to make sure that I was reaching out to all of the brands that I wanted to attend, that I was putting in the work to get invites to shows and seeing that hard work pay off, and then getting in line waiting half an hour to shows and having people being in line and basically not having done any work but just showing up and hoping that they would get in was frustrating because they would basically get to the security or the person checking tickets and i saw this once very clearly for like 20 minutes where somebody was arguing with the press person Um, that they should be allowed to go in because they are so-and-so, but they hadn't emailed the show, they hadn't applied for any press passes, they basically had done zero work and just showed up faking it to get in and expected to get in. Having now been on the side where I actually did do a ton of work and understand that hard work can pay off, I would say that faking it till you make it is like really risky and also kind of a lazy way to do things if you're somebody that is really wanting to get into an industry or wanting to be successful in something faking confidence can be a really helpful tool but in terms of getting things done I think you really need to learn how to put in the effort, be resourceful, figure things out, and not be lazy about things and just show up and pretend that you are somebody because that kind of faking it till you make it is actually going to be harmful to your career because also now those people are likely blacklisted or have given the show a bad impression, given the production team a bad impression, especially the people who Are arguing with the production team that they should be allowed to be let in, and they didn't do any work up front to bother even applying for a press pass. So that's kind of an example of something that I thought maybe before getting into this, faking it till you make it is a good trait, but Having now been through that experience, I realized like the best thing that you can do is just work your butt off because then you don't need to actually fake it. Then you actually can just show up, be invited, and know that you worked your butt off to get there. So the third thing that I learned from New York Fashion Week is that imposter syndrome is real, but also Everybody feels it. If you have 10,000 followers or if you have 100,000 followers, everybody is insecure and everybody is constantly worrying about themselves. I used to be very worried about other people judging me, judging what I was wearing, wondering who is this person, does she deserve to be here, is she famous, I don't recognize her so she probably isn't, and then I realized that everybody is more consumed with and worried about themselves to care about you. So chances are if you're worried about what other people think of you, they're probably not even thinking of you. They are so wrapped up in their own self-image and being afraid of what people think of them and people judging them. And it's this weird cycle where we are afraid of others' judgment, but none of us are really judging other people that hard. Like, Fashion week especially where you would expect there to be a lot of judgment because it's a lot of media personalities, a lot of fashion people, you know, the industry is notorious for being very judgmental. And I realized that most people are just so worried about themselves that you can kind of get away with Wearing whatever you want, doing whatever you want, and people won't judge you because they don't even notice. (laughs) It sounds bad, but it's true. And so that kind of gave me a boost of confidence when I realized that because I was like, okay, well, then I really can wear whatever I wanna wear to shows, whatever makes me comfortable nobody's going to care what I'm wearing because everybody cares more about themselves and what they're wearing and what other people think about what they're wearing. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I basically just felt more settled and comfortable at each show and at each event and realized that I don't need to worry so much about what other people are saying or thinking about me because they're more concerned with what other people are saying and thinking about them. And I think this rings true with almost everything. Like, Social media, especially, you could make a post and maybe it doesn't get the the amount of likes that you were expecting it to or hoping it would. And then you're wondering, oh, do people think I look bad because my engagement is low? Are other people talking about me, about this post, about what I'm wearing? The reality is most people saw that post for two seconds on their feed, scrolled right past it. Maybe they didn't even see you in it. And that's about the amount of attention that other people give to you. That might sound sad, but in a way it's really liberating because once you recognize that nobody really is caring or judging that hard, it gives you the liberty to kind of wear whatever you want, do whatever you want, look how you want, and just be in your own body and in yourself and feel more confident that way. And the last thing that I learned from New York Fashion Week is to know when to invest in yourself. Sometimes you need to take a risk to level up. And by that, I mean financially investing in yourself. For me, Fashion Week, like the first season, I fully paid for everything when I went. This season, it was similar, like everybody paid their way to get there, everybody paid their own flights, everybody paid to be in the hotel. Even a lot of the larger influencers, let's say 100,000 or 500,000 followers, paid their way to get there and paid for media rates at hotels. Not everything was a collaboration, not everything was gifted or even paid. But the reason why people do that is because they see the return on their investment and the return being the value of networking, the value of the experience the value of the content that they're going to get out of that, and the possibility to work with those brands in the future in a gifted or paid capacity. And so I know that there can be some entitlement sometimes, especially if you've been working in an industry for a long time, or you feel like, you know, you deserve to get paid or deserve to have things gifted to you because your content's amazing and you have a following and all of these things. But sometimes it is worth it for you to spend your own money to Invest in something that you're really excited about, and that's going to elevate your brand. That's going to show your audience that it's something you really care about, and it's going to give you an experience and exposure that you wouldn't have otherwise. And so if there's something that maybe you've been thinking about, you know, it could be a school course, it could be an online workshop or a course, it could be even a travel thing or something like a fun vacation that you have been holding off on investing in yourself because you feel like maybe you're not worth it, you're not ready, or any of the above, I would ask you to reconsider why you are not really spending that money and if it really is a financial motive or if it's a self-conscious motive, if it's a motive of insecurity, if it's an ego motive, what are the true reasons and I think in terms of financial well-being, we really prioritize things that matter most to us. So you might feel like you don't have the money to invest in yourself in a course or a trip or something like that, but where is your money actually going? Do you spend $6 on Starbucks every day? Do you go out on the weekend and spend $50 with your friends? Do you go out for lunch every day and spend $15? Like, I think that there's always ways to find money, to save money, and to make more money, especially in this digital age where you can start a side hustle, you can sell things online, you can create content, you can sell that photo, you can do so many things. So if you've been holding off on an investment for yourself, I feel like now is the time and especially if it's something that's really important to you and is going to elevate you and take you to the next level, there's always a way to figure it out. That's something I really believe in. Everything is figure outable. All right, that's all for today's episode. I wanted to keep it short and sweet. I also want to share with you guys, I have two upcoming online workshops. The first one is on Saturday, February 29th, and it's a micro-influencer workshop. So basically, if you are a content creator or somebody that wants to get into this space, whether you have 1,000 followers or 10,000 followers, you want to learn how to pitch to brands, how to negotiate, how to price yourself, all of these things, we're going through all of that in the workshop on Saturday, February 29th at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Um, myself and at your girl Carly, who has 90,000 followers on TikTok, are co-hosting this workshop and it's generally an hour and a half to two hours. We literally go through everything we've learned on how to Work with brands as a micro influencer and sharing all that knowledge with you. Also, on the next day, which is a Sunday, March 1st, at the same time, at your girl Carly and I are hosting a TikTok workshop online. So you can join from anywhere in the world, which is pretty cool. And the TikTok workshop goes through everything about TikTok that we've learned from the basics on creating videos to what goes viral. We've both had multiple viral videos. Millions of views. As I mentioned, Carly has 90,000 followers on TikTok now after like four months of being on TikTok. I'm at almost 20,000 followers after just a couple months as well. And both of us have had sponsored partnerships on TikTok working with brands. It's really wild how quickly TikTok is growing and the opportunity for growth on this app right now. So if that interests you, um, I'm gonna leave both of the links to the workshops in the show notes of this episode and maybe I'll see you there next week. Until then, happy Self-Care Sunday, everyone.